There are moments in life that feel like they were written by a screenwriter that I have been dropped into one of my favorite movies. Making my decision to attend seminary felt like one of those moments. In my search, I found a seminary in central Kentucky. It just so happened that it was less than an hour away from a small town called Lebanon. This town was where I had begun my faith journey nine years previously. So if I were to attend this program, I would return to the same area ten years later. As I was weighing my options while visiting my parents back in my hometown, I was tidying up an old pile of clothes in my room when I came across a blue shirt at the bottom. It was in fact the camp shirt I received that week where I started this journey of faith, and somehow it still fit. Should, we should tell you about my growth spurt. <laughs> but it was too good to be true, too well written not to be the right thing. So I followed the next step, decided to start my seminary journey in Kentucky after a decade of faith. As long as I can remember, I have loved movies. While others grew up with older siblings who imparted wisdom, lessons, experience in them, I learned much about the world through the adventure, quest kinds of movies, your Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, what have you. I began to internalize the idea of the mission, the task that you take on to make life better for all. I thought of life's challenges as parts of that journey, not because I thought I was some glorious hero or something, but because that pattern spoke to me deeply. I understood it. The call to adventure, having wonderful mentors, eventually having to strike out on my own, growing through adversity, all of this makes sense to me. And as I grew older, I thought less about fantastic worlds and more about what I could do in this world to make it a better place. So it was easy for me to look at this opportunity, the seminary beginning, as a quest. I would be seven hours away from all the friends and family I knew at home, so the faraway journey to accomplish your task, check. I was purposely going to an institution that I knew was much more theologically conservative than me. Definitely a check to the adversity. I was friends with people who had gone to the seminary before, you see, and they had been trying to push, push it forward in the work of justice to call them to account for their mistreatment of queer students and their students of color. And I wanted to help them in this work. I didn't think that I could solve such things for myself, but more that it was my responsibility to fight against the injustices in this world. It was not long before I realized that this was not going to be the movie-worthy moment I thought it would be. On day one, I learned at orientation that the ethics statement I had signed in, in the application process had now been changed to say that no one could advocate for views that affirmed the marriage of queer people or ordination in the church, and my signature was applied to the new one without my consent. The next week, I was told that people who thought like me, and I quote, were gangrene on the body of Christ that needed to be cut off so it could wither and die. Later in the fall, I watched as the community celebrated the election of Donald Trump as I started feeling less comfortable being myself, worrying for other people, I became more and more reserved, rarely venturing out of my room. And in the following spring semester, I only took online courses. That semester would indeed be my last, as I transferred to my current seminary soon after. By all accounts, my work and my goals had been a dismal failure. Something I never really learned from movies is how to cope with failure. Most blockbusters don't show what happens when the quest fails, 
when the fellowship has to go back home and explain time and again why it didn't work. I wasn't ready for the people who were going to tell me, yeah, we knew that probably wouldn't work out so well. Or, so you're just giving up? When I came across the words in this passage saying, I have labored in vain, I have spent my strength for nothing in vanity, I was transported back to my old dorm room at seminary. The sense of failure I felt as I packed my things to leave. I had labored in vain, and I had spent my strength for nothing in vanity. The people in this story know this feeling too. At the time it was written, the people of ancient Israel were returning from exile at the hands of the Babylonian Empire. Before this, they too believed that they had a quest, a purpose, a mission. They were to be people who embodied the qualities of God, to live justly and compassionately amongst each other. But they mistreated the poor, split apart, went to war with each other, and were removed from the land. They had believed that their example would inspire inspire other nations to become more just and more peaceful. So they returned back from exile and failure. It is then that God gives them a new message that's kind of curious. It is too light a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to restore the survivors of Israel. I will give you as a light to the nations that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. So essentially God tells them, yeah, you did fail, but now I want you to try something much more difficult. I've seen enough movies to know that this is the part where the mentor character is supposed to say, I know that you failed, but try again, just get up. And the inspirational music in the background starts to build and build until they finally believe it themselves, and they set out again on the journey. Which is why this reading is so bizarre to me. Not only did they fail in their quest, they don't try again, but God calls them to something much bigger. So being the person that I am, I reached out to film to try and understand this. Before long, I had an excuse to watch my favorite movie. In the film Batman Begins, Bruce Wayne learns that the man who killed his parents in a robbery is being released from prison and is furious. After Bruce attends the hearing and sees his parents' killer shot and killed, he cynically states that maybe he should be thanking the person who killed him. Then his friend Rachel takes him on a detour on their car ride down the road to an underpass filled with poor and homeless people. She challenges him by saying, you care about justice? Look beyond your own pain, Bruce. This moment serves as the turning point for the film, where Bruce shifts from a, message, from a mission of justice for his parents to fighting for all those who suffer. He learns it was never just about him or his singular quest, but rather the ongoing fight for justice for all of the people in the city. His own quest was just a smaller part of the larger mission. While his methods for pursuing justice should not be replicated, obviously, I find the scene explains the Isaiah story so well. It was never just about Israel, but about the entire world. The work of love, compassion, justice is not about single questions or missions, the initiatives that we undertake, the projects that we try to do, but the bigger picture, all that God is doing to restore this world. In our work to make communities a better place, there will be failure, but it is not the end. 
It is simply one piece of the larger mission. The hero's journey isn't necessarily a bad way of looking at life, and I often find myself wishing for the simplicity of it, the neatness of those stories. But life isn't two hours long. It rarely ever resolves the way a good plot does. It just continues. After I left Kentucky in my first seminary experience, I spent much of the next year feeling like a failure. I would replay certain events in my mind, certain conversations that stuck out to me months later, wondering, could I have said something different? Could I have done something better? What if I had just reached out to the few friends that I had there more? When I, once I moved up here and started seminary again, I noticed how much sadder I was this time around. As I met new professors and classmates, I thought about how it would feel if I couldn't make it on the second try, if I had to move back home again and be branded that person. I was convinced that I should just wear a cautionary t-shirt that said, warning could fail at any time so that no one would get the wrong idea. It took months of phone calls with my parents, old friends, and forging new friendships and relationships that I started to imagine something bigger. It was those people who encouraged me to look beyond my own pain, never dismissing it, but reminding me that my failure did not disqualify me from trying again. It was never just about if I was able to make change at my own seminary. Even before I could explain it or put it into words, I was being shown by God that all people are offered the chance to participate in the salvation of the world. This doesn't make the pain or the frustration of that year go away. But it showed me that I needed to change the way I looked at it. God's work of compassion and justice was never just about me. Staying in the shame of my failed quest kept me from joining a much bigger one. Shifting this perspective from the movie-style mission to participating in the work of the divine is something that has been very hopeful and encouraging to me, but is also challenging. As I wrote this sermon, I couldn't help but think about the holiday tomorrow. And while I have found it helpful to change the way I think about my failures in the past, the times I was so passionate to try to work for justice, to try to make this world look more like what God desires, I thought about what about the failure that I had when I failed to act particularly in the ways I failed to act against white supremacy and systemic injustice and in the institutions of my life? What about the many ways that the church has contributed to racism over the years? That kind of failure is very uncomfortable for me to deal with. If I allow myself to stay in the shame of the failure to act or of white guilt, then all I do is miss the broader movement of what God is doing in this world. If I just use these days to post an inspirational quote, which has kind of been my hallmark in the past, then all I do is go back to looking for that screenwriter to write a nice little story about life. <laughs>